Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Going in raw with Steve Larson. <laughs> hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going in Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to for now, right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. Taped live to Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson, where some people here like to make it awkward for the other one by yelling at him and accusing him of cheating and all these other shenanigans. Of cheating. You did cheat me out of Big Red when he stole it from me. That can't no, that be wasn't debated. cheating. That was stealing. I just it was stole stealing. It. You cheated me out of a, a rightful title reign. That's cheating. You cheated me out. Of Where is Big Red right now? He's back there somewhere. You can't even see him. So what does it matter? Anyways. Well, it's this, the, the red light back there just kind of blended in the background. Uh, oh, okay. Didn't realize that. Uh, so, anyways, join us uh, for who'd have thought TLC would would elicit such some, such passions out of us. Anyways, hopefully you guys will join us on Sunday to watch us yell at each other some more for yeah. uh, WWE TLC. And uh, our predictions are going to go up uh, t- Saturday tomorrow. Is that right? Tomorrow, yeah. We're going to shoot them after this, and then I'm going to edit it right away, and it'll go up first thing or well, like ten o'clock tomorrow morning. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, Big Red's gonna be back on the line, uh, and then join me. Join me for Christmas Steve. After that, uh, on December twenty fourth, I believe is Christmas Eve. Uh, yes, uh, Just couple of speaking guess. Couple of movies, or no? I'm sorry, well, maybe, one movie, maybe. one single movie. Oh, so, so are you, are you, have you agreed to my my proposition? We haven't filmed predictions yet, so you're I not know. gonna okay. know until okay. then. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, the the proposition is if I win TLC. I get to watch Daredevil instead of 
another movie which shall not be named lest somebody be timed out or uh, uh, or I have to watch that and uh, Christmas Twister if I lose mm-hmm. TLC. But if I win at TLC, I get to watch Daredevil, the movie that I want to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, crap. That's mm-hmm. a good point. Lucifer in chat says Lars is about to burn Steve's impact shirt. Oh, well, I would do that. You do have that leverage. I would do me. that. See, I understand you. We're not going to get to the discussion we had beforehand, but it was about confidence points, blah, blah, blah. And you wanted like data. I didn't come here armed with data. You know, yeah. I come with, I came here with, oh, point, of view, bad with point of view. Yeah. If you're trying to change well, my I mind have on to, something, I don't you need have to, you time for iron clad case. Eh, no, iron I just need to be, I just need case. to be belligerent and it worked. I was belligerent and it worked. I need it to be belligerent. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, I know I know you're passionate about some of your belligerent. In light of evidence, I came in with belligerent, and it seemed to pan out okay. So I see it worked in your favor this time. Anyways, but you owe me one. Then you owe me one. I, no, I don't time. think I do because I, I've given you an out. So you can still watch Daredevil. I've given you two opportunities. No, I mean you want to see when you're being punished. So I mean, you get your your way on confidence points. I want my way on something. You did. I gave you an opportunity to have your way on the movie on watching Daredevil twice. I put for I a vote. Accepted that yet though? And and now this, with this proposition, so you have mm-hmm. a chance. I think it's out of whack. Anyways, uh, enough of all this. Most people don't care about this stuff. Let's talk about SmackDown. It was on FS1. No, it didn't get canceled. It's actually on FS1. By the way, Twitch chat. Our uh, my uh, Steve notes are out there. There you go. Yeah, it was on FS1 tonight. Uh, I know we mentioned it in our SmackDown preview in our news brief today. Um, they've mentioned a couple times on the programming. Uh, I'd be interested to see what the ratings are for this particular episode of, of SmackDown on FS1. I kind of feel like in previous uh, instances when it was on FS1, the ratings were not good. Mm-hmm. So we'll yeah. see how this pans out. That being said, I kind of wish SmackDown would be about an hour and a half of Roman Reigns and then 30 minutes of Bianca Belair and Bailey. If that was the entirety of SmackDown, I'd be pretty damn happy. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I thought there was some, uh, I thought there was some decent stuff. I actually thought the, uh, I thought the tag match was actually pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, good. it wasn't the longest match in the world, but I thought that it was actually a really well-told story in a fairly short amount of time um, with some cool stuff going on. I thought it was a pretty decent story. There. So let's talk about what I'm assuming is going to be the thumbnail title stuff. This Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns thing. So they're finally getting around to booking Kevin Owens as the closest thing we'll probably get today in WWE to like a stone Colt type. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He, he yeah. wants to stick it to, a, to the authority that is Roman Reigns. I don't, I don't see him going around hitting stunners with Anna Pierce, but when Anna Pierce was trying to cool him down, he was having none of it. Mm-hmm. And we had a great moment at the end where Roman and Jay literally bury him under a pile of broken tables and chairs and yeah. ladders yeah. and think done match of TLC's canceled. Uh, instead, they walk backstage about to have an interview in gorilla position. And on the monitor behind him, they see Kevin Owens emerge mm-hmm. from the rubble, take a seat. And and him and Kevin Owens pretty much saying, uh, let me get his exact verbiage here, but it's essentially nothing you or your family could do to keep me down. Uh, I'm going to win that universal title or I'm going to die trying. Yeah. Yeah. So um, th- this is a situation <laughs> that if this was in front of a crowd. This would have been massive. This has been like a, a hot segment, you know? Yeah. Because the beat down and, the, and tossing all the stuff on top of Kevin Owens is a great visual. It really was. It, yeah, it really was. Uh, 
And it's funny. Here's a preview. I saw you mention this on Twitter, so I'll, uh, I'll, and I'm agreeing. I'm, in, I'm in agreement with you. This was Kevin Owens's stand tall moment. Mm-hmm. He got mm-hmm. the last word. Mm-hmm. That's about as much as a guy can can hope. Sorry, excuse me. To stand tall against Roman Reigns. Yep. Is saying you can't, you know, get me down. Um, you'll have to kill me or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is going to be, by the way. A hell of a match. It's gonna be this a fight. This is gonna be it's gonna a be a fight. killer fight. I agree. Um, so yeah, I thought that was good. I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I thought that with one big exception, this was a strong-ish SmackDown. I mean, it was a fairly inconsequential one, but the Carmella Champagne toast. It was too long. It was way too long. Like even it was written on her face as she was talking too much. <laughs> she was talking about all the high-end champagne she had on their little table there. That was Cooks. That's like ten dollars a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, look, I didn't know that. The yokels don't know that. I don't know. I that that when, was like she, the least of my concerns. When she, she went, went over there and pointed forever. to the champagne that her smallier had, I was like, "That's Cooks." Yeah. Come on. Well, At least turn go. the bottles around so you can't see the labels. Maybe that was maybe that I could see I could see the guys getting it as thinking, well, that's kind of the joke, you know. Like, who's gonna know that besides you? Uh, I don't know. I just well, I don't think the normal SmackDown audience would get that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe they're all aficionados or even know the the scantest amount of uh, of champagne <laughs> branding. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I thought that was kind of, I'll be honest, that was, that was kind of lame. And I think that they're wasting Carmella. You know, Carmella, when I've seen her, I, I had the pleasure of interviewing her once. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen her before, mainly when she's been a good guy, sort of crack. I think, you know, like they say, like most wrestlers are like at their best when they're like, uh, themselves turn up to 11. Yeah. Extension of themselves. Yeah. I think we get that most with Carmella when she's a face, when she's a good guy. Because mm-hmm. she does come off as like one of the most charming people you'd ever mm-hmm. meet. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's on, I, I, I've listened to snippets of her podcast with, with Corey. Um, I don't even know if they do that anymore. Yeah, uh, they do. They oh, do. do they? Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good to stick with something. Um, but like, you know, and when I got the chance to interview her, uh, when she was, even when she was with Enzo and Cass, there is something that is just intangible about her that mm-hmm. can be very, very charming. Absolutely. And she's, even though I, I think she's done good heel work before. Yeah, she has. She has. This doesn't suit her. This, as 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 glamorous as she, as her looks might betray, I don't. She didn't really come off as this kind of person. It's like it's like when AJ's like first heel run. How it just didn't really suit him all that much. This doesn't really suit her that much. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. on top of that, on top of that, they're giving her stuff that really isn't playing to anybody's strengths. A champagne celebratory toast is not going to play to anybody's strengths. No. Um, no. But beyond that, I thought that there was a lot of fun in this episode and it was yeah, pretty breezy. It went by now really as, quick. as a go home for TLC. I guess the the objective of the show was to sell that particular pay-per-view. Uh, I don't know how much it accomplished in that regard outside of the Roman Kevin Owens stuff because, mm-hmm. you know, predictably, that was incredibly strong. All that stuff was great. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was really great stuff. I mean, dude, I don't know. It's TLC. 
It's such a throwaway pay-per-view. Um, I don't think... Here's another little preview for you. I don't have... Oh, I do. I have one title change. I have one title change. But honestly, that probably should have happened on Raw anyways. Um, oh, yes. So let's just... Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Let's just dive into this. Yeah. Kevin Owens comes out, sure. starts SmackDown with a head of steam, says, uh, I've talked to my family. I'm good with my family. Roman... Your family probably think of you as nothing but a hypocrite. You use your family as pawns. And I know that every time you look in the mirror, you know for a fact that you're a coward. Paul Heyman sort of hastily shows up on the Tron, is asking the camera guy, am I, am I on? Am I on? He says, I made a mistake about you, Kevin. I thought originally you must be a masochist. Coming back this week after what happened last week, because Roman is a sadist. But I was wrong. You're not a masochist. You're a martyr willing to pay any sacrifice to become universal champion. Mutilation won't stop you, so you have to be eliminated, taken out, eradicated. Kevin Owens interrupts and says, that's not going to happen, Paul. Roman won't come find me, so I'll come find him. Then we have our first commercial cliffhanger. Uh, we come back, where scrap he, where, iron. Where he walks up a ramp, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, hell of a cliffhanger. Scrap iron's trying to talk Kevin Owens out of going to Roman Reigns' room. Owens gets to his room with a giant TV outside of it, starts banging yeah, on his no. door, and uh, Roman's music hits. He's gone apparently the other way around. Yeah. They didn't you know, cross the move, paths on the way. With, well, I mean, the Tropicana Field is a huge place, so I'm sure it's easy to get lost in the corridors of its uh, labyrinth-like hallways. Um, here's the thing I noticed about this. So at Amway Center, Roman's locker must have been like some sort of a boardroom or something because that's nice you know, like wooden doors mm -hmm, and the yeah. inside look really well appointed. Yeah. And this looked like it could be a broom closet. The door did, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I, I know, know, I know Tropicana feel I've never been there, but I know it's, it's, it's not necessarily, it's like an older stadium. So it's not mm -hmm. the most glamorous uh, mm -hmm. sports arena in the world, but uh, a bit of a step down for uh, the head of the table in terms of his uh, accommodations. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, yeah. Roman comes out to the ring. He starts talking. He's like, Kevin, I don't want to hurt you or your family, but you're running I around. I love, by the way, I'm sorry. I love when you do your Roman. <laughs> it's it's like on the verge of being a uh, fun hoss. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Oh, Kevin. Oh, Kevin. He says, I don't, I don't want to hurt you or your family, but you're running around telling everybody that I'm a bad guy, but I'm not. I'm just doing what I have to do to be the guy. So to show you, Kevin, that I'm a good guy, I'm going to give you the same opportunity I gave my own family. So he tells... Uh, Owens, acknowledge me as your tribal chief, as the head of your family table, and they're all good. But I'm if he good. doesn't, I'm all good. Roman says that Owens won't make it to TLC. He won't make it out of the building tonight. So come down here to the ring and apologize and tell me the words I want to hear. So Owens comes to the ring. Jay Uso runs down the ramp, lays him out from behind. They're brawling on the floor. Uh, Roman joins in. Producers and Adam Pierce and rest try to break it all up. Roman tosses Owens the barricade. Him and Jay walk off. Owens is trying to pull himself up as we go to commercial again. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we and go then, back uh, to commercial. Um, and then uh, we got, uh, yeah, during commercials, well, Ro we're back from commercial. Wait, go. Yeah, Roman and Jay are backstage. And Jay's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. We, we got him. We, he's got the message. Roman says, no, he doesn't. He doesn't no, understand. He's not going to listen. He's not going to listen. He's not going to stop. He says to Jay, end him. Mm. Take him out. I don't want to see him anymore. And that sets up, you know, something that we enjoy seeing uh, on programming 
sort of a theme that that permeates the episode because every couple seg- every couple segments you see Kevin Owens and he's getting attacked blindsided by Jay Uso softening him up for the main event segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that we have Street Profits versus uh, Dolph Ziggler. What are they called? The, the match. The bad dirty dogs. Dirty dogs. The dirty dogs. The dogs. aces. I still can't find. I, I looked at WWE Shop. Uh, there's a Carmella shirt with a giant picture of her sit- sitting in front of a mirror. It's probably just like the thickest. Yeah, it's like, like a vest body of armor. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if they even do silk screen anymore. I think they just do the direct to print, direct to garment stuff now. Oh, that could. That's be, what yeah. that, that uh, like the that Damian Priest shirt. I'm sure is your Dexter Loomis one. It's nice. It's soft. Gar- it's soft. But I don't know how they would treat like a photograph. That might be different. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Anyways. Uh. So yeah. Street Provis versus Dolph. And rude. Um, I really enjoyed this match. It's kind of weird, though. Uh, oh, it was kind of cool. The Clark Duke promo, the, the preceding. Yeah. It. I have not seen Clark Duke in forever. I know he has popped machine. up. I know. What's that? It's Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, it reminded me that the thing that Clark Duke was best in. I don't know if you saw my tweet, but him and Michael Sarah did a digital series for mm-hmm. CBS back in 2006. I think CBS was starting to dive into well, everybody was diving into the digital stuff, and uh, it was really funny. I think it's just called like Clark and Mike or Clark and Michael or something like that. And I'm bummed out they never took that to series because it's really mm-hmm. damn. It's like Michael Sarah, like when he was doing Arrested Development, I think, mm-hmm. um, or right after. It was really good stuff. But uh, yeah, I sort of lost track of him. And then yeah, he was in Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, according to somebody, he was also on uh, Big Bang Theory. Or maybe it was two and a half men. I think it was two and a half men. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't know. I think right. he's done a lot. I know he was on The Office also. Anyways, I don't know what he has to do with WWE, but yeah, apparently he's presenting a Slammy. Oh, I okay. That's what, I think that's what Graves said. Okay. Uh, so anyways, uh, he had some nice words to say about Street Profits. Um, and yeah, this is a fun match. Uh, we had a commercial cliffhanger where Bob Roode pushed Montez Ford off the top turnbuckle. They isolate him coming out of commercial. He gets a hot tag. Dawkins goes on a run. Hits rude. Did, has Dawkins done this before? Like a double arm spinning neck breaker thing? <laughs> no, oh, he has. Okay. Last month or so. Yeah. It's okay. Great. It looks great. It looks awesome. Uh, rude almost gets his glorious DDT. Ziggler hits an assisted Famouser on Dawkins for two. That was rad. Uh, Dawkins gets his spine buster on Dolph. Ford hits the frog splash. But his ribs are so busted, it takes forever for him to get the pin. And then Rude busts it up anyways. Uh, Rude tries to get the roll up with tights. Ford gets a desperation roll up for three. I thought this was a really fun match. It was and fun. It was fun. I re- it, they really made it seem like, oh, whoa, the profits are in actual danger here. They did a great job selling all this stuff. They did. They did. And also, given the nature of the Street Profits' victory, it opens the door for a rematch down the line because Montez had a handful of tights on that roll up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. after the bout, Rudolph uh, gets in little Nature's face, uh, pantomiming. Uh, especially I Bob Roode's on his back, his legs up in the air, and Dolph grabbing up to on his tights, like pulling on him. Mm-hmm. She's trying to show Little Nate that that uh, Ford had a bunch of tights in the roll up, and they're really going after Little Nate, and Little Nate just starts yelling at him, barking at him, barking at him. It's like it, it's essentially telling him if you don't shut up, you're going to get suspended. Yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah, pretty is that going to be like a story? Yeah, I don't know. I would hope so because it's it it really deviates from the norm. Usually that stuff you don't hear any of the audio. You see some of the pantomiming, but you don't really hear the actual back and forth between refs and complaining competitors. You know, I was worried that uh, Little Nate was gonna 
give an instruction as opposed to because I didn't know if they knew they were like like they were live like or you could hear them because sometimes they're doing that and you then maybe they don't know that like the audio is clear mm -hmm. as, as day. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he was gonna start yelling and saying, "Okay, how much time do we have left?" or something like that, you know. Or he's gonna say, "You don't cut this out, super kick." Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jeremy. Yeah. So after that, we see uh, Kevin Owens and Pierce backstage. Owens is still looking for Roman Reigns. Pierce is trying to cool him off. Jay attacks uh, Owens from behind with a chair. He's yelling at Kevin Owens to stay down. Uh, Owens pulls himself up after Jay leaves, and Pierce is imploring him, go to the trainer's room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Of course, Kevin Owens, well, actually, he does. He does go to the trainer's room. So after that, we get a Bianca that Belair. That didn't help, though. No, it didn't. <laughs> um, Bianca Belair interview, uh, she's asked what a victory over Bailey would mean. Uh, she says Bailey is no role model, uh, but she's been wanting to face Bailey because she is the measuring stick. Mm -hmm. um, but she says Bailey always has something to say, uh, and then she's going to do what she does: be the EST and shine. After that, Riot Squad versus Billy Kay and Mystery Partner. Uh, so the Riot Squad. What was uh, with that promo they they had before? They were they were wondering who her partner was going to be this week. Yeah, but they were like. It, it, Liv Morgan, I think, I think thinks that Wonder Woman's a real person. Yeah, it's not good writing. That's my point. I mean, I understand oh, what they're trying to terrible writing. Do. Whoever writing wrote this awful. probably wrote Dawkins' uh, uh, quantum mechanics thing that like months ago. Yeah. I always pin it on like the same one person. I always think the, it's like it, this one was such a badly scripted promo. It was so bad. Yeah, I don't blame Liv Morgan or or Ruby because I'm sure they were doing the best they could with it because they probably had this ten minutes before they started rolling on it. The the dialogue was awful. Awful. Here's the thing though. It could be either way, as we've seen in like AEW. Sometimes, if, what if the what look? What if we're blaming some poor non-existent writer? Entirely possible. When they were said, "Okay, hey, you two, just give me two minutes on uh, speculating on who the partner's going to be. Let's give the wrestler some freedom," and then they just drop this turd. That could be. That could be. That could be. <laughs> but we don't give WWE benefit of the doubt around here when it comes to scripted promos. Yes, they exactly. haven't earned it. Damn it. Nope, they haven't earned it. Yeah, what uh, the Riot Squad did earn was a W. Billy Kay yeah. came out, had Tamina as her partner, gave her her own introduction because on Billy Kay's resume is ring announcer. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Tamina dominated this match, basically, had it won. Billy tagged herself in, got hit with like a double team dropkick move. Liv got the pin on Billy for the win. Tamina was none too happy about that. Understandably so. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. After that, Carmella's champagne celebration to Sasha. So she mentioned, and I mentioned this earlier, she had her sommelier select some, uh, a selection of bubbly so she can have the right booze on hand to celebrate her impending victory at TLC. And that's when she touts that she's drinking the, the expensive stuff. And it's all $10 bottles. Mm -hmm. Anyways, she does the typical heel stuff. I'm better than everybody in the crowd. You guys are sitting on dirty use futons. Uh, my couch got, is awesome. It costs a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. My couch. Uh, it wasn't cheap, but it wasn't terribly expensive. Either. $10 champagne. You're talking about my couch. Uh -uh. Yeah, no, I know. She's saying she's got what it takes to be champ. Sasha lists off her, uh, her immense 
talents, but calls her mentally weak. She says she's mentally weak, man. She's basically predicting. She's like she thinks that it's going to be Sasha getting another DQ because, or Sasha not being able to control herself. Yeah, and then uh, Carmella yeah. either it, Carmella will then exploit that. F- to win the match or Sasha will get herself DQ'd again, which in the end doesn't really benefit Carmella too much because champion's advantage, Sasha gets DQ, she loses but retains the title. You know, they. I mean, if you're going to have a match that ends in a DQ and then you do a rematch, shouldn't you just make that match and no... Wait, this is TLC. They're not doing... This isn't... Is this... This, this isn't is... A, I, don't believe, I don't believe this has a stipulation attached. So it's the pay-per-view that's literally named after a violent no-DQ stipulation match... Uh-huh. It's a match that has its origins in another match that ended in a DQ, thereby necessitating if you're to do a rematch and you don't want it in the same way, you would, should probably add a stipulation to it like no well, DQ. Well, another thing that, that Carmella said is Sasha thrives, exists on being the best. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing for Sasha to get, get herself DQ'd, but to do it again would then show, I guess, a side of weakness. Sasha has to prove that she's better but in doing so, she'll lose control. That's why I said this was way too long. It was kind of circuitous in its logic. Um, uh, so I don't think Carmella necessarily wants a DQ. This is all her attempt to play mind games. It's a thing where she's just tossing a bunch of stuff out there. It was a and lot. It was so much. It was a lot. It yeah. was a lot. Um, but anyway, she says, like, Sasha, she's going to end up losing control. She has to fight her instincts uh, the same time she has to fight Carmella. And she asks, who is Sasha if she's not the boss, if she's not the best? That's a question not even Sasha knows the answer to, and that's why she is desperate. Mm-hmm. So Mel is like, I need to pick me up. She snaps her finger. Sommelier brings over a glass of champagne. champagne. She takes a sip, calls it cheap, just like Sasha. Sasha's music hits. So Carmella sends a Sommelier up the ramp. Sasha comes from the opposite end into the ring. She starts laying into Carmella. Bank statement. Sommelier pulls her off. She slaps him. And then Carmella breaks another bottle over Sasha's back. Hey, let me ask you something. This yeah. might just be because it's WWE. When Carmella first recoiled from the champagne, did you did did anything go through your head like, oh, what's in this champagne? Did Sasha put something? Nefarious no, I saw in that it was champagne? cooks and she was drinking cheap champagne and it's <laughs> Okay. I'm sure I've made that I've made that face before <laughs> drinking cheap champagne. Like, so no. You're like, no, it just tastes like piss, Carmella. <laughs> okay. Because it's WWE, they had Jeff Hardy carry the thickest, nastiest jar of gelatinous piss. piss. Yeah, I know. And I was like, they wouldn't do this in the women's division, would they? Yeah, <laughs> I know they yeah. would in the men's division. Yeah, I know. Here, here's some carbonated <laughs> urine to drink. <laughs> it cuts to Sasha. She's like holding something under her. <laughs> She's got. Uh, I don't know what they call the the things you you put water in. You could put. You could carbonate it. Yeah, I forgot what they're called. Um, oh man! But it's but it's pee pee inside. Anyways, next is Kevin Owens, the trainer troop. Jey Uso comes in, beat the hell out of him, dri- uh, drives him into the wall, and puts him through a table. Oh man! And next, uh, uh, the King of Strong Style jobbing out to Otis. Um, pretty quickly too. I, I, I'm kind of curious, like, because some people in chat are making jokes. Other people thought that too. I'm not a weirdo who just oh, makes. Okay. Okay. I'm no, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm wondering because some people here in chat are saying it. I don't know if they're just saying it because I said it. Did anybody else think that Sasha Banks peed in the champagne <laughs> when she she made such a face? I'm like, like I know the, maybe it's cheap champagne, but it can't be that yeah. gross. No, it's not. Cooks isn't actually that gross. Yeah. Um. 
So anyways. Okay, uh, good. At least one other person thought it. Okay, good. All right, there you go. <laughs> so next we got Otis versus Nakamura. Otis is back to wearing the singlet. Oh, yeah. Gone are the trunks and the half shirt. Singlet again. I'm, sh- I'm guessing to, to, to line up with Chad Gable, he wears the singlet. Oh, no, actually, mm-hmm. let's wear this. Uh, Gable's back to wearing the singlet. Because, of course, it's Shorty G who wore the basketball shorts. I feel like before that, he was wearing uh, either shorts or trunks. He did he wear, wear a singlet. He was wearing shorts. He was wearing shorts in his tail run of Shorty G. I don't know what he wore yeah. last week. I'm pretty sure it was a singlet, but I could be mistaken. Okay, because if he's, if he's going back to the American Alpha stuff, that was a singlet. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, Otis, by and large, has control of this match. Uh, he hits a bunch of moves, quarter splash, sets up for a caterpillar, and Gable's like, no, 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 no. Don't do the caterpillar. Suplex him. So Otis goes for the suplex. Nakamura versus that into a roll-up, get to two. Uh, Otis then out of that hits an exploder, follows with a Vader bomb for the win. Um, I mean, if 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 nothing else comes out of this thing with Gable, uh, other than Otis getting rid of the caterpillar from his arsenal, then it was a worthwhile thing. I wonder if that's part of the idea, because I mean, obviously, this look, this isn't. There are elements of comedy because Gable just sort of his delivery always sounds like comedy, anyways. Yeah, there are elements of comedy for sure. This is obviously leading to a feud between these two guys. But I wonder if part of this is to make Otis seem a bit... I mean, maybe... I don't know. Maybe Vince is like, yeah, that Money in the Bank thing didn't work because nobody believes Otis. Maybe this is to make him... But then afterwards... um, Okay, so we'll get to that when we get to it. But afterwards, uh, Gable's like, hey, you should have done the Caterpillar. So maybe he's going to bring the Caterpillar back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's like uh, Chad Gable's trying to break Otis down mentally. Because, yeah, you know how it is. It's going to be like Otis is going to get rid of all the cool stuff. He's going to be a wrecking machine, but the story's going to be him getting back to being lovable Otis. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so next, we got Sammy backstage. He's prepping for the Sammies. Some production guy asking him all these questions to make sure everything's uh, good to go. However, production guy didn't polish the trophy, so Sammy yeah. leaves says he's going to get polished and polish himself. Big E walks in. He gets his hands in all the envelopes for all the, not, all the uh, awards. And just laughs, mm, <laughs> maniacally. Uh, we got this was interesting. There, so there was an ad for tonight's Talking Smack, right? Yeah, yeah. Shows all the guests. Conspicuously missing is uh, the guest on to- one of the guests on Talking Smack. Literally the biggest movie star on the planet. They, they mentioned him. They mentioned they his mentioned name. mentioned him. But didn't why show would, him. I know. Why would that not be literally the only thing you mentioned? Hey, on Talking Smack tonight. Yeah, we'll have some SmackDown people, but. The Rock, Rock has an exclusive interview with I Laser. I don't know. Which, by the way, was there any relevant news? Did you check Twitter? I haven't afterwards? heard anything about it yet. And I have not checked anything about it. Okay. That uh, but then uh, before we get back to the show, they ran that video package where uh, various WWE superstars, most probably, I guess, Drew McIntyre, uh, hit their finish on the year 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, even 2021 does a run in and hits like a soaring interstellar powerbomb on. 2020 to put an end to that year uh, on the 2021. It's all pretty pretty cheap. shocking outcome for that 2020 2021 matchup. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, mean 2020. If, if, if anybody's in line for a massive, massive push, it's 2021. Really, that's people are you pinning know? people are pinning their hopes on 2021. I think maybe a bit too much. I think 2022 is a safer bet. Really, you think 21 2021 is kind of getting shoved down our throats a little bit? A little bit. I'll be honest. all right. 
That's kind of that's how it feels, man. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be till like next November before I'll be able to leave my house again. Yeah, I know. I stay inside. I'm not going to have the vaccine until like, and with all the distribution issues they have right now, I'm not going to get that. But watch, watch, watch. Comes January 20th. We'll all get it immediately. It's going to be deposit in our bank account or something. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so backstage, uh, Gable asks Otis, why he didn't hit the caterpillar? He was like, "Hey man, great match, but why did he hit the caterpillar?" And Otis was like, "Oh yeah, I thought it was a test." And uh, Gable says, "Yeah, it was, man. Do don't do what I say, do what I mean." And that just leaves Otis, who's already a dullard, even more perplexed. Yeah, he's so, he's trying to break down Otis mentally. I mean, it's not difficult. I feel like he accomplished it week one. Yeah, when he had Otis like high fiving the the gym equipment. Um, yeah. So then we had the Sammy Awards, not to be confused with the Slammy Awards. Uh, uh, in fact, Sammy Zayn mentions how crappy the Slammies are, and he talks about the Sammy Awards being about the will of the people. This is pretty funny because it was like a podium. You know, he had a Sam, he had the Intercontinental Championship up there. He had like a little uh, plaque that says Sammy Awards. He yeah, was all dressed up too. very nicely. He had combed his hair. Uh, he looked pretty great. Uh, and he says, "Let's talk about WWE 2020, the year in review." And he had a video package about WWE's 2020, but it was all just about Sami Zayn. Mm -hmm. And so then comes the awards. And so the first award was the comeback of the year. It's a lot of good candidates, Roman Reigns, Edge, but the winner was Sami Zayn. So congratulations, Sami. Uh, next up, match of the year. Uh, uh, and the winner was Sami Zayn beating AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy uh, at uh, whatever they fought at. Uh, Clash yeah. Champions. Thank you. And then finally was the biggest award of the year, Superstar of the Year, and the winner is Big E. And, of course, Sammy was very taken aback by this because he had obviously done the winners himself. And then Big E comes out from – he's got, like, a nice uh, tux without the jacket on. He comes out. He accepts his award, starts giving a speech. Sammy keeps on trying to interrupt it. He's yelling at people. Big E shoves him away. And then Sammy shoves him, so Big E, like – Punches him in the gut, throws him down the ramp. Big E takes yeah, his award and, great. and uh, walks I checked off. Twitter, no news on what The Rock. Uh, All I saw, like, I smack. walked by the TV when it was on, and there was a clip of The Rock when he was with The Nation, and then it went back to Glazer talking to The Rock, um, and I assume they were reminiscing, but oh, all right, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Uh, after that, we had a Bianca, ba uh, sorry, Bailey interview. Uh, she said she heard Bianca's interview and she said it's refreshing that someone actually said something nice about me and she hopes that uh, Bianca doesn't think that Bailey is going to take it easy on her uh, and then Bailey puts over her athletic bona fides listing off all the sports she uh, played in high school um, and then she said you know Bianca you should pick my brain instead of pick a fight with me but anyways tonight Bailey is going to put Bianca on the map it's a really good promo it's really good somebody said it was an old interview Ryan, Ryan Rubik's Cube also says that was literally the whole thing. Just a little bit of reminiscing. It was just a clip from the their interview. It wasn't even really part of the show. So they just ran a clip. I guess it makes then, sense why they kind of underplayed it. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Huh. That's weird. strange. It is weird. Uh, after that, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. This was a really fun match. Yeah, dude. You can see the wheel spinning with, number one, there, there's two things here. I've sort of come to the realization that Bailey's going to lose 
a lot between now and the Rumble, she's going to win the Rumble. That's my current theory because they're going to take all this time. She built up so much credibility. She lost Natalia. Doesn't really matter. She wins against Bianca here after an eye poke or an eye rake. Bianca's going to win ultimately here between these two. Yeah. Which is smart and not necessarily, I don't think, a foregone conclusion. I think it it definitely should be the way. And I think that given the outcome of this match, that's how it's that's how they're going to do it, which I'm happy about. But they kind of easily use this as Bianca puts up a really good fight throughout the course of this feud because there's going to be more mm-hmm. matches. Bianca mm-hmm. puts up a really good fight, looks great, but loses ultimately to Bailey, who they think really highly of anyways. It seems the opposite. It seems like Bianca's going to come out on top in the end in the match that matters, make her a bigger star. Bailey probably may have one more feud, but we're coming up on the Rumble in like yeah, a month. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe not. She'll ultimately lose this feud, but she's gonna win that rumble. She's likely. gonna win that rumble. Seems likely. Short of Ronda coming back, seems like likely. Yeah, something crazy or Becky, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, fun match. Um, Bel Air finding new and insanely creative ways to show off her incredible athleticism. Mm-hmm. Um, good story being told in the match. That one bit where or uh, uh, Bianca's going for her handspring moonsault. Bailey slips kind of under her. And starts working over her arm. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Later on, Bianca starts working over Bailey's arm a bit. Um, just a lot of fun stuff. Uh, then after the, the the bit with the arm, Bailey shows Bianca into the the barricade. Um, uh, towards the end, Bailey trips up Bianca, uh, rolls her up, feet her on the ropes. Ref sees it. Bianca tries to roll up of her own. Bailey kicks out. Uh, Bailey goes for Bailey to belly. Bianca blocks that. We get a couple roll ups. Bianca powers Bailey up for a powerbomb attempt, and that's when Bailey rakes her eyes, follows with the rose plant to get the W. Yeah. And again, we get, you know, Bailey accentuating somebody's strengths, you know, all the cool athleticism stuff um, that Bianca brings to the table and then tells the story from there, her using her, you know, number one, her, 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 uh, her tricks, her savvy. Mm-hmm. Uh, to you know, turn that against Bianca, um, and mocking then, yeah. Bianca at every opportunity she gets. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Can't wait to see more from these two. Mm-hmm. And after that, uh, Roman Reigns comes to the ring to, de- to, de- to deliver his final message to Kevin Owens. So uh, he starts off saying, "I don't understand why, when you have an opportunity to be in the ring with Roman Reigns to be the main event pay per view to be the title match, you would blow it. It's an mm-hmm. opportunity that'll elevate career to the next level." Get you a massive payday. Owens music hits. He comes, he limps down to the ring or the ramp. Jay runs out to try to get him. And like one fluid motion, Owens is limping by, reaches out, almost no look, grabs a chair, bang. Hits uh hits Jay with it. So he limps yeah. into the ring. He sets up to go for a stunner on Roman. Jay, by that point, runs back in the ring. And right as Owens is about to drop Reigns with a stunner, Reigns pushes him off. Jay hits with a super kick. Roman falls with a spear. Roman then annihilates Owens with a chair while Jay is putting a bunch of tables and chairs and stuff into the ring. Uh, a couple uh, tables are set up. Jay puts Owens through one with like a spine buster and Roman starts yelling at him and says, you had the opportunity of a lifetime. Instead, you chose to piss me off. Um, and then Roman puts Owens through the second table with a Samoa drop. Uh, Jay puts another table in the ring while Roman is beating the hell out of <laughs> Owens with broken bits of table. And then just starts piling it all on top of them. Mm-hmm. So there's 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Two broken tables on top of them, yeah. one whole table, two yeah. ladders, yeah. a bunch of chairs, and they start hitting that pile with chairs yeah. too. Yeah. It was pretty vicious. They eventually leave. They're in gorilla position. Uh, Kayla walks up for the interview room and says, I'll give you one question. And before Kayla can an- ask the question, they look at the monitor next to him and they see Owens climbing his way out of this pile I like of that stuff. It was, I like that it was Jay who noticed it as Roman was giving because he like, he like hits Roman and Roman has to look. And Jay is like beside himself and was like, what mm-hmm. the hell? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the, uh, the 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 dialogue there for Kevin Owens, right? So he gets up, he sets up a chair, sits in it, and he says, uh, Roman, nothing you do is going to keep me down. Nothing you or your family do is going to keep me down. At TLC, I'm going to take the universal title or I'm going to die trying. Yeah. That was really good stuff, man. It was great. It was, it was really, great. Really These two guys stuff. are so good feeding off each other. Like In mm-hmm. a lot of ways, Kevin Owens is a perfect foil for Roman Reigns right mm-hmm. now. Yep, absolutely. Um, I just hope, uh, you know, I hope they extend this the way they extended uh, uh, Jay, but I just, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know if they're going to try to do, I mean, if, if the rumor is Goldberg is going to be the guy for Roman <laughs> at Mania, then I guess whatever. But uh, Yeah, they, like they could do be Owens again at a... They could do Owens again at the yeah, Rumble. At yeah. the Rumble, yeah. Seems like it makes uh, sense. Black Mega Man gifting a, th- a sub to Gigabomb Apollon. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. I for probably that. got that name totally wrong. That's okay. Uh, let's answer some questions. Sure. I've got a thread up here on the Patreon at the patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. That's where we have uh, our question thread. And then, of course, Larson reads them from the Twitch chat. Alex Foster asks, 
How would current Roman work as a mall Santa? He'd work amazingly. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing you'd tell every kid they're getting a lump of coal. Yeah. Uh, Dangam Q <laughs> says, either of you see Sasha in the season two finale of The Mandalorian yet? No, 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 seen no, no. Any of season I've two got of The Mandalorian yet? Two. Wait, no, I think, yeah, I just have that left. But I'm, I was probably going to either watch it tonight with Bama or tomorrow with Bama, but we're all we're all caught up except for that, so I don't want any spoilers. Shane's birthday tweet, do we ever get the name of the guy who was with Carmella? Nope. No. No. Nope. I, God, I thought somebody mentioned something about that. That he was one of Thatch's Thatch Can's students. Okay. Okay. I think I, I think yeah. they said that. And I, I was like, okay. yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I think I remember that segment. Uh, Philly Flexer gifting a sub to Abtastic5. Thank you very much, Philly Flexer. <laughs> this is a great question. Church Jackson says, should Firefly Inferno match take place in a burning building? <laughs> yes. They said in the show that it, it, the, the arena was going to be engulfed in flames or something like that. So it's happening really? in Thunderdome. Yeah. Or surround the wow. ring or arena or something like that. But it's, it made it sound well, like there's it was a big difference. <laughs> Wait, they made it sound like what? It was happening in Thunderdome. Okay, I figured it would be. I figured. I mean, it's, it's, we're back. You know, it's like the fans, the Thunderdome fans are back. Cinematic matches are just not going to happen anymore, man. There's no evidence to suggest that that they're going to come back. I would love for that to be the case. Doesn't mean they still can't do a lot of creative stuff with that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, they yeah, could even I pre-film it. They could even pre-film the the Inferno match. They probably should, just for sake of they safety. They probably you have really should. You could do a lot more with, stuff. Yeah. Well, also, you don't want to have somebody with fire involved uh, be airing live, and you know, God forbid, something go wrong. We've seen that. We were there live for that. Yeah. Ugh. Oh wow! What a great question. Let's see if you know this. Having been born somewhere between 1970. Three and seventy six, right? Something like yeah, that. something like that. Well, before seventy five, yeah. Okay, Wayne Scoggins. Who would win in a no holds barred match? Charles Ingalls from Little House on the Prairie or Bobby Ewing from Dallas? They both can scrap. I'm going to give the edge to Charles Ingalls. Yeah. Bobby Ewing is a rich dude. Yeah. Like he yeah. can scrap, but only to the level that his friends will like let him win matches. Yeah. Little yeah. House on the Prairie, isn't that like in the Frontier days or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's tough living, man. That's tough living. Tough living. Yeah, Michael Landon in Little House. Mm. Uh, Vegan Squirrel says, I'm sorry, I must have misheard. Did they just say Nakamura job to Otis? He did not yeah, mishear us. Yeah, and these days we don't even question it. It's just, you know, he wants to surf. You're going to lose Otis if you want to surf. Uh, oh, great question. Dog authority figure. Who's more dangerous? <laughs> Come on. This isn't even a hmm. who's more dangerous, Rawgate Mutant or the CGI 2020? Come on, man. Is Rawgate Mutant's like it's the Rawgate most Mutant. dangerous wrestler in the history greatest, of time. Greatest heel of our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you read this, this one you read from Brendan Triola? The Rock did an interview with Glazer that WWE posted a clip of November 25th. I wonder if they're just trying to show a part of that. So that's, that's probably it. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Cam- yeah. Sorry, Cammy Guy 912 with sub. Thank you very much. Rich also in disbelief. Worst SmackDown moment of 2020, Otis pinning Shinsuke. That's just, you know, man. It is what it is. 
uh, Link12684 says, Do you have any small gripes with WB? I don't know why, but saying tag team gold when the belts are silver irked me hardcore today. Oh, wow, yeah. I've sometimes thought about that. Yeah, I have too. I've sometimes thought about that. But I think that's just a popular term for a championship belt is gold. I think yeah, I, it doesn't bug me, but like, you know, gold. when you see it, it's like, yeah, it's silver. Yeah, it's a bit of a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Moses supposes, I just finished Best in the World at What I Do by Chris Jericho. Which WWE, which current WWE superstar do you think could write a, could write a great biography? Uh, I, I kind of, I hope the new day either collectively or individually write books when they're, when they're, when they're either in the twilight of their careers or when they're done. Cause I think if their podcast is any indication, it'll be spectacular. You know what I would love for Jimmy Uso to write a book in kayfabe about Roman Reigns too. Not even about well, himself. Yeah. It would be like, it would be, well, it'd be Jimmy. So it'd be like, Oh, Okay. Like 80% like a normal autobiography and then like 20% this weird stuff with his brother and then his brother chimes in. Jimmy and Jay write the book together. So it's like this weird conflicted like, you know, propaganda for Roman Reigns and then, you know, a guy trying to get his brother back. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, too, is Roman writes the prologue, but he hires a ghostwriter to do it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That ghostwriter is Jay. Yeah. Uh, Jorge D, which WWE wrestler would you have replaced the main character of any Christmas movie? Um, okay, so I'm just trying to think who would play Billy Bob Thornton in Bad or Santa. In Bad, it's the unrated version of Bad Santa. It'd be like uh, Baron Corbin. Okay, do we have to limit? Because I'm thinking like Randy the Ram. Oh, <laughs> it's Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> but yeah, like like characters today or guys today. I mean, if you can go outside WWE a little bit, Luke Gallows because of yeah. his Sex Ferguson stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, White Brownie, prop, Brett, prop bet. Sorry for who will be Oscar's oh, mystery mystery partner. We'll save that for predictions. Is you have that as a prop bet? Yeah, I just put on. I just put on the thing. All right. Very well. Uh, I already not, know mine. I'm not going to change it. So, you know, just so you know. Well, we haven't done it yet. So you can change I'm it up until the point where it, just, it comes, exits your mouth and it can't can't change it. <laughs> what if I misspeak? Well, I guess the intent, as long as the intent is. If you misspoke, but at the end, it seemed like you were trying to say who you eventually said, then it's fine. I feel like your rule book for predictions is much like WWE's rule book for matches. No, I think it's pretty cut and dry. There's no sketches. Andre Zimpel. I liked your sketches back in college. Um, I got a funny hypothetical. You're walking. This is not funny. He says you're walking down the street and you get stopped by both Haku and New Jack. Ooh. You are somehow able to take out one of them. Really? Wow. But the other one kicks your ass. Who's going to be the one to kick your ass? I'd rather have Haku kick my ass because I feel like he'd know when to stop. Didn't he bite somebody's tongue off, though? What's the story? Did he? No, that's a that's a you know that's a that's a legend. Yeah, that may or may not be true. That's that's out there. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go oh, with nose. His nose. His nose. Nose. Okay. Nose. Well, maybe if I don't fight back, he won't bite off my nose. I feel like the guy who got his nose bitten off was probably fighting back. Mm-hmm. That's a tough I'll one. I'll just take it. I'll just take it. 
That's a and tough said, one. I don't know. He was a really good cook. What did he cook? <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> Straight face. <laughs> night by night, what other Sammy Award category should exist and which would be you be most honored to be nominated for? Oh, man. Best uh, turnbuckle brain buster. <laughs> That's good. Um, Shout out to El Generico. Yeah. Christian Womble, is Kevin Owens eventually going to be the guy to beat Roman? No, but that'd be cool if it was. That'd be pretty awesome. Gareth Nicholas, if you're going to have a pay-per-view so close to Christmas or Hanukkah, should it really be TLC? Why not a holiday-themed pay-per-view? Miracle on 34th Street Fight, the pay-per-view. The pay-per-view, yeah. They've turned every other stipulation match into a pay-per-view. Miracle on 34th Street, pay-per-view. <laughs> Odoc says, just watch NXT UK replay, and Walter said in a promo to A-Kid, you're not me. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to watch that. Hey, hey, A-Kid, you're not me. Uh, Brian Luckman, does the math dictate Kevin Owens going over at TLC? No, no the because opposite. he, he, he had the tall. last word. He, he stood, stood tall. tall. Uh, Ryan Supernova with no Mysterio family tonight. What happens to Murphy? Uh, they might just forget about him. Again. I don't know. <gasps> That's right. It's that was so awesome. Two weeks in a row now, right? No, no Murphy. Murphy was Murphy on... last week. Yeah, because they did. Oh, no. Last week they just announced who the uh, the the hoodie guys are. Yeah, the nights no, two of weeks in a row, no Murphy. Uh, Ryan Rips Cube says here, uh, uh, KO told Heyman to give him a call when he beats Roman uh, on Talking Smack. Would Heyman, as Kevin Owens' manager, second mouthpiece, really work with where his character is? Not now, no. No, but yeah, uh, I'd still like to see it because they'd probably be a great pair. You have to appreciate that, Kevin, because you know this stuff with Kevin Owens whenever he talks about Whenever he has to kayfabe being a good guy, he actually has reason about behind it, you know, and regrets about how he comported himself in the past. You know, that's all him. Mm-hmm. You know, just trying to make things logical for the audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens is so great. He's amazing. One of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, big horny dude. Is there anyone now? Or in the future that could be built up to believably take the title off of Roman. Yeah, I think his, Kevin Owens could. His name is Big Horny Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if there's good creative, I yeah. think Kevin Owens could. I think Big E could. Um, tell Daniel Bryan if there's mm. a good story. Yeah. I mean, dude, how great would it be? And here's the thing. This is why it's not going to happen because it's just TLC. It's just TLC. But if at WrestleMania... Kevin, if this thing was it was like from the Rumble to Mania, and it was another year away, and he, mm-hmm. Roman's already beat The Rock, right? And Jay's gone through all this stuff, and Roman has Jay do something, and I don't know what, but so vicious that he sort of passed a point of no return. And then at Mania, they have like a no DQ match, and Jay turns on Roman and gets his you know pound of flesh or whatever. And Kevin mm-hmm. Owens is able to win the title that way. And then you have Roman and Jay cool. go on to do something else. That'd be cool. It would totally make sense. And it'd be great. And it'd be huge. Mm-hmm. It'd be so mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. Uh, Giga bomb Apollon. So is the end game with Billy Kay reuniting with Peyton or is she going to be like F it? Where's Sasha? I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with her. With, uh, with wait, with Billy, Billy Kay. Kay. Yeah. 
Um, I could see the end game being Peyton, possibly. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A rare moment of, uh, oh, we got to fix this, you know. I'm just trying to do something, says, will Roman make all his opponents proclaim him as the head of their table? Uh, I would love to see that with Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's one reason why, like, I'm, you know, as long as the build isn't three months long, Roman versus Goldberg, I'm fine with it. I mean, I guess if it's going to happen to Manny, that's fine, but I'd rather a match with some drama involved. Yeah. Uh, Scooter says, I noticed you skipped my question. Will you read it? I'm sorry, Scooter. I did not see it. So um, I'll just go ahead and put it back in, in chat here. You don't have to do a highlighted one. I just didn't notice it before. <clears throat> oh, that's on. It's on. It's over here on the Patreon. I the oh, reason I sorry. didn't read it is I don't know who that is. So I just yeah I don't know who that is. I don't either. have I don't have an answer for you. Um. So, anyways, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, Rich, I read one of yours. Did you not hear? Anyways, that's gonna do it. Thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's list is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.